Hi, and welcome to Real Good Stuff. I'm Scott Clapson, and we're here today at the A Million Drops Learning Center with Jason Bogas. How are you, Jason? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. It's great to have you on the program. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. One of the things that you and I have connected about is gratitude lists, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they've become a really important part of your life. Gratitude lists have been important to me for about you know five years. I was in rehab, not four or five years, but five years ago I was in rehab. And one of my counselors had said, you know, why don't you guys write something you're grateful for? Put a piece of paper on the back of your door, and before you leave in the morning, just write three things, one thing, whatever it was. So I would write a couple things. And I'm like, this is easy. I'm grateful for this. And I'd go and ask him, is it okay to be grateful for this, that, and the other? He goes, it's your list. You can be grateful for whatever you want. And so I just grew to about 10 things, 15 things, you know. And then I would just add it to my social media papers and my social media posts and share it with everybody. At first, I didn't want to share with everyone because I didn't think it was like that big of a deal or my, my, what I was grateful for was something that should be spread all over the social media that the whole world could read. But then I was like, well, it's important to me and it's a big deal to me. So then, yeah, I, I think it's good. And I put it up there. And I would get all these responses from so many people like liking it and loving it and doing uh, gratitude lists of their own on their social media. Friends of mine have done their own gratitude list on this, so it impressed me too. I'm like, oh, you did gratitude list. That's great. One of my friends, John Everett from Rehab, started doing his gratitude list on social media, and he remembered our, our um, counselor who told us how to do it. Oh, wow. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I'm actually, I have uh, my current yeah. gratitude journal. Wow, look at that. Here mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do it every day. It's something that I forget mm-hmm. to do. And uh, as I was thinking about sitting down with you and talking about this, it occurred to me that the times that I make these gratitude journals or these gratitude lists are the times in my life that the most powerful things start happening to me. And uh, I thank you for that reminder because that's one of the ways that we connected when we met. I think when you when you do a gratitude list, it's, it's one of those things you just get trained to do, like working out or something like that. You just, just oh, I can do it part of your life like a vitamin or something like that you just get up and do it or go to sleep before you go to sleep do it or do it once a day or try it once a day and whenever it's good and convenient for you and you'll remember to do it whether it's you know great for having a clean car or you know can't have clean air in LA so you can't do that but say, um, <laughs> grateful for having a dog sitter or you know, it's just things is whatever or having a great having a great partner yeah Ricky's good yeah he's um he cooks really well He's, he's grateful for things and like yeah, we went to go do laundry and um, I had a lot of laundry so a lot of clothes we'd go through in a week and we carried a big old bag and I, you know, he, doesn't really, he doesn't really care to go and do all that stuff but I told him I said, I said thank you and I appreciate you that for going and doing this laundry with me because I know you didn't want to do it but you went and did it anyway you know, and then he brought it all back to the apartment so oh wow mm-hmm. that's really that's really powerful too right mm-hmm. being thankful for mm-hmm. and grateful for those things and expressing that to the mm-hmm. person who did the act for us right we talked mm-hmm. before we started recording we were mm-hmm. talking about that about receiving from people yeah. and how mm-hmm. powerful that is too yeah because um, that's just that's just as important because you know sometimes maybe a, a person in your life needs to hear something uplifting or needs to hear some encouragement that small to make them feel better about themselves not make them feel better but make them yeah make them feel better make them feel you know cool about stuff yeah oh absolutely mm-hmm. we're all going through something we yeah. all need encouragement mm-hmm. right no matter what it is yeah you're very a very uplifting person right mm-hmm. every time i see you or i'm going through a hard time just a ray of sunshine <laughs> you are a ray of sunshine and it's really great what keeps you going with that is it the gratitude list is it other things i know that you've You've definitely had your share of struggles mm-hmm. in life. Like, what keeps you going, and what keeps you so uplifting and positive like this? Currently, I think I think it's because um, I have an apartment of my own now, so I don't have like 
I don't have, um, I'm not out and about. I'm not like wondering where I'm going to sleep tonight or where I'm going to stay or if our sleeping bag is going to get stolen or if our tent's going to get stolen or, or a backpack or something. Being comfortable, being able to go to sleep and put my head down, go to night and go to sleep with my eyes closed and not worry about anything missing or whatever. And when I lock the door, it's going to be locked and my stuff's going to be okay. And then, you know, that, that keeps me going because I want to do, keep doing things better and better and better. What kinds of better things do you want to keep doing? I want to come back and volunteer at a Men's Jobs Learning Center. I used to do that. I was a volunteer ma- manager there for a little while before I got my job. Um, that, that job recently ended, so I might have a day or two to come back and help out. People would love that. They've been asking for you. Yeah, I used to be always here yeah. every day. Yeah, they've been but, asking for you. They've been like, Jason, Jason, Jason. Yeah. Like Bohemian Rhapsody, but right. Jason, <laughs> Jason. Yeah, and, and now since I have my, my apartment, it's different because I can have like – not give them a different view because a lot of the kids mm-hmm. coming here live you know in the streets and living on tents and on the freeways and you know and so I've actually been there and slept there and so I know I know what it's like to you know stay in those places and be in those shoes and not liking it yeah but having to deal with it but when I was in this program they offered this you know housing thing or whatever and I just kept my eye on the price the whole time even if I was faded and I was all shot out you know <laughs> I would still keep that that's the only way I'm going to get out of here that's the only way I'm going to get out and I keep sticking with it every every day i'm grateful for that for it so you just brought up another really important point persistence right perseverance and persistence are one of my favorite words yeah mm-hmm. can you talk about that yeah i think that if you if you put your heart and mind into in, in a project or something that you want accomplished for your life as a major goal and you see how important it is to you and you see how it's changed other people's lives a major difference in their life and you want that you hunger for it so you just you go after it as much as you can yeah. Until you achieve, until you get it, and you get it, and it's like you just, you know, you know, you're so so relieved. You're so, like, you're so relieved. You feel like, um, you know, you ever have something, and you just have to let it go, and you feel so much better. Like yeah. that, mm-hmm. you feel like that times ten, and it's it's pretty amazing. It's just like, my God, I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't have to worry about not knowing where I'm going to sleep at night, knowing where I'm going to go. I'm so lucky because we got good managers and good neighbors and a nice clean building, and it smells really good, and it's nice. Nice. Yeah. We have a big apartment. Mm-hmm. It's not huge, but it's big enough. That's awesome. No roaches. Mm-hmm. No roaches. No roaches at all. Yeah, well, it is Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I know. LA. <laughs> I do love this city. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing that you brought up that's really powerful is that aspect of being able to fall asleep at night and know that you are in a safe space mm-hmm. and being able to let yourself be vulnerable and let your guard down. And for me... It's really powerful because even having bags, right, that you have to worry about, there's a, there's a freedom that comes with not having to carry your mm-hmm. stuff around, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you want to speak to that? Like the way that yeah, you can be like, more present with folks. Yeah, because it's like you have, you're on the streets and you're carrying all your stuff, your backpacks. And I would, you know, I would, I'd love shoes and I have stuff, as many shoes as I can, in my bags and carry it around. Uh, Ricky would carry a lot of stuff. We would carry two backpacks, you know, mine and his, and I carry like a bag or something. We'd have tents and stuff, but all our stuff was in there, and I'd set it up like it was an apartment. You know, my shoes here, my shoes there. And we didn't need all that stuff on the streets at all. And I, he would tell me, we don't need all this stuff on the street. You just need what you can carry. I said, no, I need this. We gotta wear this, and I gotta wear that. And that don't matter when you're on the streets. As long as it's clean sometimes and you got just enough, it's fine. But once you get your apartment and you have a place to leave your stuff, it feels so good because you know it's going to be there when you get home. And it's not going to be like holding you down or getting you stares from people on the street. Or That's another thing, too. People in society always, you know, they'll, they'll look at you funny because you dress weird. Or 
you might have had a situation in the store a long time ago when you were going through something and they recognize that and they recognize you being good and you come up to you and say, oh my God, how are you doing? You look really good. And you're like, what? And they're, and it's happened to me a couple times. <laughs> it's happened to me a couple times where the manager of the store is like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. You know, if you want to be good. And um, that's good too. You hear that from people. Yeah. And you still hear that from some people. Yeah. And then we still get some backlash from some people. You know, at uh, one of the grocery stores here in LA, we were buying some things yesterday. And there was a security guard and two managers like standing near us, side by side, watching us wing up our groceries. And I was like, what are they doing? And I was, that was so rude. I was so mad at them. I was so mad at them. So I was like, this is so unfair. It's so rude. You don't just sit there. And then they said, check, check his bags under his bags. I'm like, there's nothing under the bags. That's a, a tray about it. Ross, you want to see the receipt for that? <laughs> and I can't help but to get a little bitter with them. But I just don't like that feeling. It's not good. Because mm-hmm. they don't know. They don't know what struggles we went through and where we are now. So it's like, you know, we have an apartment. There's gift cards I got. They weren't like... Yeah, and then you just kind of like, you have to like either, either just forget about it and hope it changes somehow, or try to make a change in it somehow, and just be like, I'm trying to make a change in it somehow. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like putting the change in it you want to see or do, because not everyone's gonna not everyone's gonna agree with how you know your ideas are, your changes are, whatever they're saying. Why don't you do it this way? Why don't you do? Why don't you do it that way? Why don't you do that change for someone else? Let me see what happens, and I'll do it my way. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I will still do something. Yeah, people, people want you to like. They won't. They won't like. Sometimes always help you, but they'll say as soon as you, as soon as you do something, they'll say, "Oh, well, you know, Scott, you should have done it this way." <laughs> no, you do it that way, Myrtle, and I'll do it my way. Like who did it his way? Frank Sinatra, didn't he? <laughs> he did it his way. <laughs> I think it's really important for me to remember that I can reach who I can reach, right? Mm-hmm. And I may not be able to change everybody, mm-hmm. but I can certainly impact the people around me, mm-hmm. right? And I can build relationships with the folks around me mm-hmm. and if I need to show up vulnerable in the space I need to show up vulnerable but you bring up a really good point about showing up and being consistent and knowing when to let go even when you let go of something it's, it probably is like at the time it's not going to seem like the biggest thing in the equation but it probably would be the biggest thing because you're like the biggest thing in the equation is letting go of something from here what do you what do you see yourself doing in five years what would you like to be doing I see myself in five years working as a hotel concierge in one of the high-end hotels here in Hollywood or Beverly Hills or downtown or maybe like a small boutique hotel in Pasadena or something like that. I like, but yeah, I see myself doing that. I think because connecting and helping people and meeting people from all over the world would be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It is. And you probably only see them one time in your life and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, that happened to me at a lot at the laundromat when I worked mm-hmm. there. That happened a lot, where I would meet people from all over the world mm-hmm. and people that I might never see again. And yeah. You help them with their laundry and then poof. Mm. So Jason, mm. as we close out the podcast, are there any last thoughts about gratitude that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Just always remember that you, there's always somebody going through something far worse than you and somebody going through something so much better than you. Be grateful to be alive and to be awake and to be present in your life. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For new backpacks, for podcasts, for friends, for partners cookies, for community anything. for cookies for cupcakes for a million drops for a million drops we're, we're really grateful for a yeah, million we're drops we're grateful drops. for micah thank mm-hmm. you jason you're welcome thanks for being on the podcast thank you for having me and good luck with everything yeah absolutely thanks for listening to real good stuff i'm scott clapson thank you to a million drops thank you to sure microphones thanks for listening have a great day